on transforming lives. That's what David was saying. I, I want more. I desire more than just God blessing me. I desire more than just knowing that God is almighty. God is all powerful. God is all good. God is, uh, is Jehovah. I want more than that. I want to dwell in the house of the Lord. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Psalm chapter 27. I want to read from verse 4 to verse 6. If you have it, say hallelujah. Let's stand and let's read it together, please. Hallelujah. At the count of two, we all read together. One, two. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock, and now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises, to the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your faithfulness. We pray by your spirit, O oh God, that you will speak to us and through us. Encourage our hearts. Encourage us, Lord, to reach up to you, to reach higher for what you have for us, O oh God. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. I pray this morning that you will give me utterance, that I may speak only those things that you want your people to hear. Lord, I pray that you will give them hearts to believe, minds to understand, and wills to obey. I pray, O oh God, that this morning will be your church and an encounter with you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, let us be changed this morning. Let the Word transform our lives this morning. Let somebody be encouraged and be transformed this morning. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Help us, O oh God, to serve you faithfully in our generation. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Say to one or two persons, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Say it again to your other neighbor. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You may have your seat, please. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. A Sunday school teacher um, um, noticed that one of his students had been absent for a long time. And um, he went to visit this student. And when he went there, he met this student in, um, in his house. And the student was sitting right by the fireplace. And when the student saw him, he opened the door and invited the teacher, but he was expecting for the teacher to rebuke him. No rebuke. Uh, um, the, he did not receive any rebuke. 
And as the, the teacher sat with him by the fireplace, the teacher took the um, fog and lifted up one of the blazing coals in the fireplace and took it and put it down right on the counter near the fireplace. And as they sat in silence, both of them realized that the coal that was blazing in the fire, taken and put by itself, after a while, it flickered up and died. The student turned to the teacher and said, you don't have to say a word. I'll be in church next Sunday. No matter how gifted you are, no matter how talented you are, no matter how much resources or gift or ability you have, if you do not purposefully seek to serve God in a community where people can encourage you and minister unto you, you will short circuit your potential. You will short circuit the gift and the ability that God has given you. You see, because you were designed to live and to serve God within a community. Within a setting where believers or people can, 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 can encourage and challenge you to serve Him. Amen? It is very, very, very important. Now, when you look at the passage that we read, you'll find out, and just to give you a background, this passage, I mean, this psalm was written by David. And it is said that this psalm was written at the time when David was fleeing from Saul. Um, there was, it came a time when Saul uh, decided that he wanted to kill David, and David went to, uh, um, to eat dinner with him, and Saul threw a spear at David, and he, David ran off. David went to um, one of the, 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 the temples there, the tabernacle, and he met one of the priests, Abimelech, and he talked to him, and this man gave him Goliath's sword because he told the man that Saul had sent him on a, a joining. And this man heard... Uh, uh, um, helped David, and what, there was an Edomite there by the name of Doek, who when Saul was looking for David, said to Saul, I saw Saul, I mean David, with Abimelech. And Saul went to this man, this man was the high priest at the time. Saul was, uh, began to accuse him, and in Saul's rage to capture David, kill the priest and kill everyone in the priest's family, kill the entire inhabitants of the city because of his rage to kill David. Praise God. Abijah went to, to David and, in, in David's uh, uh, um, hiding place and said to him, my, farmer, my father is dead, the priest is dead, and all the priests in the, uh, in the city is dead, and all of our wives, I mean the wives, the, the mothers, the children, everybody was killed by Saul. And David said to him, be here with me. The person who's seeking your life is seeking mine also. It was during this time that David wrote this particular psalm. During this dark time in this man's life. He was running away, fleeing from Saul. He, was, he had no, 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 no ability to be in the temple of God anymore. He had to run off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And, uh, and it was during this time. And if you look in this particular psalm, you will find out in verse 1 and verse 2, it seems as if 
in verse 1 and 2, it talks about David, talking about the goodness of God and what God was capable of doing. Amen. In verse 1, the Bible says, The Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemy, even my foe, come up to me to eat up my flesh, all they can do is stumble. I mean, all they can do is to stumble and to fall. And then he said, to, he said, Oh, an army shall come about me. I will not be afraid. Amen. In this I will be confident. It seems as if David took courage in the fact that God was who he said he is. And God was able to do what he said he would do. Amen. He took confidence in that. Amen. But when you read this particular psalm, and when you get to verse 4, it seems as if David shift gear. If you ever driven or, or stick shift before, you will know that when you are driving and sometimes the gear, it seems like the gear can't go, you have to shift it in the right gear. It seems as if David shifted gear in order to, to share what was longing in his soul. He was saying, oh, I thank God, I'm grateful that God is my light and my salvation. I'm grateful that God can protect me. I'm grateful that God is the strength of my life. I'm grateful that God protects me and guides me and defends me. But I want more. I mean, it seems as if there was a shifting. Oh, thank God. God is my life and my salvation. God is the strength of my life. God, when my enemies come against me, God will cause them to stumble and fall. But, but I want more. I'm not just satisfied with who God is. I want more. I want more. That's, it seems as if that's what David was saying. I, I want more. I desire more than just God blessing me. I desire more than just knowing that God is almighty. God is all powerful. God is all good. God is, is, is I want more than that. I want to dwell in the house of the Lord. You see, David was not satisfied with God just blessing him. You see, he said, no, 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 no. I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I want to inquire. I want to, to behold the beauty of the Lord. I want to inquire in His temple. I want to be able to talk to God. I want to be able to be, become like Jesus Christ. I want to be able to mingle with, with my fellow believers, those who love the Lord. I want to be able to mingle with them, to rub shoulders with them, to love them and to serve them. I want to have a purpose for living. I desire to be in the house. My prayer this morning, I wish that somebody in this place would get tired with just living and let's just allowing God to bless you. You know, it's good for God to bless you and we need to experience the blessings of God. But I, I, I wish that somebody would have a longing in their soul to ask God for more. Amen. David said, I, I, I desire more. I, I desire more than just God's blessing me. I desire to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Um, so this morning I want to begin a series on the topic, the church, the purchase, I mean a purchase possession. Say to your neighbor, say the church is a purchase possession. 
Hallelujah. The church of purchase possession. Amen. Paul said to the Ephesians earlier, uh, uh, elders, he said to them, take heed how you behave in the church of God. Take heed how you love the people of God. Take heed how you minister to the people of God. Take heed how you interact and, and worship God. Because God's church was purchased by the blood of Jesus. Amen. It is a purchased possession. Amen. Now, uh, as we go through this particular series, we'll be teaching on, on different things. We'll be defining the church for us. Uh, we'll be define, finding out what the church is. Amen. And then also we'll be answering some of the questions concerning the center of the church, concerning the, 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 the character of the church, concerning the, the, the communication of the church, concerning the contribution of the church, and concerning the, the, the community of the church. We, 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 we'll be discussing these things in order for us to have an understanding why David could long to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to know that God can defend us. It's good to know that God can heal us. It's good to know that God can provide for you. It's good to know that God is good. It's good to know that God loves you. But you and I need to desire both. Amen? And I pray that we will be able to desire more. So this morning, all I want to do is to just introduce this, this particular topic and, and just give you an overview of what we want to talk about in the weeks to come. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 Uh, uh, you see, the, the, the Bible talks about the church. There are many places where the Bible refers to the church. And, and one place they, they refer to the church as a call-out people. Amen? The church is a call-out people. That means you are called. Back home, the, the, the best illustration I can give is back home we had uh, uh, um, Sunday go-to meeting. Amen? Um, basically what we call it um, is the, those clothes that you wear on Sunday to church, you don't wear it during the week. Amen? It, it was special clothes. Hallelujah. Um, also we had, uh, our parents had special dishes. Amen? That you dare don't eat in it. Amen. No matter how hungry you are, you're dead. Even the husband don't eat in it. They were, they were special. They, they put it aside. Amen. It was for special use. The Bible says we are special people. God called us as children of God. We're special. Amen. we call out one. Also, the church is referred to as the family of God. Amen. It was it's God's family. Amen. When we come here, the person that is sitting next to you is the son or daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. That person that is sitting next to you, regardless of the color or the ethnic background, that person has the blood of Jesus flowing through their veins and they are a part of the family of Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. The church also is referred to as the bride of Christ. Amen. Say the bride of Christ. Amen. Now, God has, has, has a way of, of making sure that we understand that the church is special. Amen. It's referred to as the bride of Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but I take pride in my bride. Amen. Hallelujah. My bride is not like any other bride. She's the best bride I ever. Amen. Thank God for sister. Amen. Who just became a bride. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm sure she, she's smiling and, and you know, I mean, do, we were not at the, at the ceremony, but I'm sure that was the best ceremony that I've ever had. But 
But for my bride is the best bride. No other bride can come compared to, to this bride. No, no other woman is as beautiful as this woman. No other person is as nice as this person. That's my bride. Amen. The Bible says the church is the bride of Christ. Amen. That means we are so special. You know, one time I was studying, and I, I like to read and I like to, 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 to do research, and I was studying and I found out that most of the wars that have happened in this world happen because of women and men. Somebody loves a woman, and because of that, something happened, and they fight. World War I, it was because of women. World War II, it was because of... I mean, we have other avenues that came about with Hitler and all these other things, but the root... Okay, it was because somebody said somebody something to somebody and somebody got mad and somebody began to do something and they wake up. Amen. Hallelujah. So you don't mess with the bride of Jesus Christ. In fact, in Ephesians, he talks about it. He says he's the one who's working on his bride. So when you look at me and I'm sitting close to you, I am at work that is in process. Amen. I'm the bride of Christ, and Jesus himself is working on me. When he's done with me, you won't make me up. You know, so many folks who knew me before, they can't make me up now. And I'm still in process. Hello? Amen? We are the bride of Jesus Christ. Special. Amen? But also the Bible calls the bride, I mean the church, the apple of God's eye. Now, you can't be more special than the apple of your eye. I mean, you see, the bride, my bride, she's special, and I, I will do everything I can do, but, and you know, but sometimes you may be somewhere where I am not. But I won't let you touch the apple of my eye. Because to touch the apple of my eye, you have to come in my face and put your hands in my face, and I won't allow you to put your hands in my face. Amen. The Bible says the church is the apple of God's eye. Amen. So we are special. Amen. So we need to understand that God is working and God loves his church and God will dwell in his church and God wants us to understand the full extent of his church. Hallelujah. Now, let's go back to our passage. Psalm chapter 27 beginning at verse 4. Hallelujah. The Bible says, verse 4, One thing I desire that will I seek after. Notice that the passage began with one thing. Say one thing. Say one thing. David stressed that the pursuit of every person should be to dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen. He stressed that the number one pursuit, the most important pursuit of any person should be to dwell in the house of the Lord. And notice he did not say two things or three things. He said, one thing I desire, that will I pursue. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said it this way. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Our pursuit should be to pursue the king, I mean, the, 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 the church of God, the dwelling place of God. 
Amen. You see, when you are and I pursue many things, we are distracted. When we pursue many things, we are we 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 become jacks of all trades and masters of none. Amen. That means we we know something here, but we we cannot master any. And the Bible wants us to have a single purpose to pursue one thing, and that is to dwell in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. One thing I desire, that would I seek after. God does not want us to have divided commitments. Amen. Because when you have so many things you are pursuing, some of the, sometimes the most important thing gets laid aside. Amen. You forsake the most important and you pursue something else. David said, one thing I desire, that will I seek after. Amen. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Now, we already told you the house of the Lord is the church. Amen. It's the place where God dwells. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus also said in Luke chapter 2, he said, I must be in my father's house. Important for us to abide and lay and, and make the, the church of God our dwelling place. Now, everywhere you dwell, okay, the Bible says, David said, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Amen. So basically what David was saying is that I want to make the church or the house of God my permanent residence. Hello? Are you hearing me? Hearing me? He said, I don't want the church to be a temporary location. I don't want the church to be somewhere where I just go when I feel like it. And then I can leave when I feel like it. I want the church to be my permanent resident. Now, you and I know that the place where we dwell permanently is the place we get up in and it's the place we retire to. Somebody needs to hear this. Amen? It is the place you get up in and it's the place you retire to. If you want to find me, you go to my house. Amen? You will meet me at my house. Amen? If you want to send me a mail, you send it to my house. If you want to, 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 to send me a presence or to, to find me or, uh, or, or to, 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 to engage in a business with me, you do what? You go to my house. Why? Because I get up at my, in my house and I lay down in my house. So even if I go all around, I must come back. The Bible says we need to make the church our permanent resident. The place we can get up in and the place we can come back to. Amen? It's not a place for you to just leave and whenever you feel like it, you show up. No. Every day I get up in my house and I go to bed in my house. Every day. David said, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Hallelujah. Jesus said it this way. He said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. True freedom comes when you and I live in the presence of God. True freedom comes when we make the house of God our Abiding place. Our permanent resident. That's where truth. He said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. 
Amen. We experience true freedom when we are engaged in the life and the work of God's church. True freedom comes. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, when you are living in the house, amen, that means you are living with somebody. Right? David said, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen? Now, dwelling in the house of the Lord means that David may have an encounter with God. Those of you who live in a house, you encounter the people in the house, right? Amen? So what David was saying, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord. I want to dwell in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me this morning? Amen. I want to dwell in the presence of God. Now, thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at Bethelva.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at Bethelva.com. Mm-hmm.